Okay, thank you. Welcome to Yoga Sutras, Vibhuti Pada, the third chapter, and we're coming towards the end of the section dealing with uh, meditations in the body to get into the heart, journey from the head to the heart. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in. Please show your support by liking, sharing, and commenting. And let's get started. Om Vande Guru Nam Charanaravinde Sandrishita Swatma Sukhava Bodhe Nishreyase Jangadikayamane Samsara Hala Hala Mohashantye Abahu Purushakaram Shankachakrasi Tarinam Sahasra Shirasam Shwetam Pranamami Patanjalim Yogena Chittasya Padena Vacham Malam Sharirasya Chavaidya Kena Yopakarotam Prabaram Muninam Patanjalim Pranjaliranatosmi Om Asatoma Sakamaya Tamasoma Jyotir Gamaya Mrityorma Amritangamaya Om Shanti 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 Om Sahana Vabatu Sahana Bunaktu Sahavidyam Karavabahai Tejasvi Navadita Mastuma Vidvishavahai Om Shanti 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 Om Namo Brahmavidbhyo Brahmavidya Sampradaya Kartribhyo Namo Vamsharashibhyo Namo Mahadbhyo Namo Gurubhyaha Sarvo Paplavaraita Pradhyana Ghana Pratigarto Brahmai Vahamasmi Om Tatsat Om Paramatmane Namaha Shri Patanjala Yoga Darshanam Atavibhuti Padaha Desha Bandhas Chittasya Dharana Desha Bandhas Chittasya Dharana Tatra Pratyayaikatanatha Dhyanam Tatra Pratyayaikatanatha Dhyanam Tadevartha Matra Nirbhasam Swarupashunyamivasamadhihi Tadevartha Matra Nirbhasam Swarupashunyamivasamadhihi Trayamekatrasainyamaha Trayamekatrasainyamaha Tajaya Pragnyalokaha Tajaya Pragnyalokaha Tasya Bhumi Shubini Yogaha Tasya Bhumi Shubini Yogaha Trayamantarangam Purvebhyaha Trayamantarangam Purvebhyaha Tadapi Bahirangam Nirbijasya Tadapi Bahirangam Nirbijasya 
ಪ್ಯುಥಾನ ನಿರೋಧ ಸಂಸ್ಕಾರೋಧಕ್ಷಣಚಿತ್ಆನ್ವಯೋಧಪಣಿನಾಮಹಿಚಿತ್ ಪ್ರಶಾಂತಸ್ಕಾರಾಥಾಯಕ್ರತ ಕ್ಷಯೋದಯಾಚಿತ್ತಸ್ಯಸಮಾಧಿಪಣಿನಾಮಸಾಧಿಪಣಿನಾಮ ಚಿತ್ತಸ್ಯಾಕಾಗ್ರತಾಪಣಿನಾಮಸ್ಯಾಕಾಗ್ರತಾಪಣಿನಾಮೇತೇನೂತೇಂದ್ರಿಯು ಧರ್ಮಲಕ್ಷಣಾವಸ್ಥಾಪಣಿನಾಮೇತೇನೂತೇಂದ್ರಿಯು ಧರ್ಮಲಕ್ಷಣಾವಸ್ಥಾಪಣಿನಾಮೇತೇನೂತೇಂದ್ರಿಯುಧರ್ಮಲಕ್ಷಣಾವಸ್ಥಾಪ
Chakshu Prakasha Samprayogendardhanam So Pakramam Nidu Pakramam Chakarmatat Sainyamadaparantaknyanamarishtebhyova So Pakramam Nidu Pakramam Kramam Chakarmat Tibaladini Pravritya Lokanyasat Sukshma Vyavahita Vipra Krishtagnanam Pravritya Lokanyasat Sukshma Vyavahita Vipra Krishtagnanam Bhuvanak Jnanam Surya Sainyamat Bhuvanak Jnanam Surya Sainyamat Chandre Tara Vyuhak Jnanam Chandre Tara Vyuhak Jnanam Dhruve Tatkatiknyanam Dhruve Tatkatiknyanam Nabi Chakre Kaya Vyuhaknyanam Nabi Chakre Kaya Vyuhaknyanam Kantakupe Chupipasa Nivrit Kantakupe Chutpipasa Nivrittihi Purmanadyam Styriam Purmanadyam Styriam Murdhajotishi Siddha Darshanam Murdhajotishi Siddha Darshanam Pratibhadva Sarvam Pratibhadva Sarvam Pratibhadva Sarvam Pradaye Chitta Sambhita Pradaye Chitta Sambhita Pradaye Chitta Samvita Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 So we're finishing up. We have two more sutras in this list. Uh, we'll do today sutras, uh, I forget the numbers, uh, 33 and 34, I think. Uh, and then next week, there's the sutra, still part of this section that after going through the list and getting into the heart, Patanjali describes the experience and gives two sutras giving the experience and then uh, a warning, a caution, a reminder of what our objective is why we're doing yoga. So let's... Scroll through to Pratibhadva Sarvam Sutra 33 Pratibhadva Sarvam 
Pratibhatvasarvam. Or, right, so Patanjali just gave us a list of different places we need to go through the body. Uh, and now he says, or from intuitive knowing, from prati, pratibha, everything comes together. So he's giving us an alternative, an open, undefined alternative. From intuitive knowing, everything can come together. Like Guruji said, do your practice and all is coming. So, pratibha, 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 bha means to shine, to be luminous. Uh, pra means special, ati means like uh, in a big way, excessive, a lot of it. Ati, ati, pra ati bha. So it's basically like a intuitive flash or a dawning, an aha. And it just kind of enters into you. Ah, I get it. Ah, I see the solution. And va means or, va means or, sarva means everything, all. So the va indicates that the outline, like, like I just explained, the outline of the different places in the body, the nyasas, touching our meditative awareness, or sanyama meditation, touching in different places, nyasa. Not the only way way to gain full knowledge and control of the mind. The next sutra is the meditation on the heart. To arrive in the heart, right, if we go through and we kind of gather ourselves up, then we can bring it back into its seat, its home, its resting place. Right? But he is saying it can just happen through your own process, your own intuitive direct knowing process. The commentators like to use this fancy term, Hridaya Pundarika. Hridaya Pundarika. The Pundari is a type of lotus, so just saying the lotus heart. There's the idea that either we come through our process gradually, our enlightenment process, our, our coming to understand ourselves, and gaining more awareness and self-mastery comes gradually. And there's also uh, what we term sudden enlightenment. Sudden enlightenment. Uh, if you have a gradual process, then you learn a lot of things along the way. You gain a lot of understanding of how to work with things in a more kind of thorough way. Uh, you know, you learn asanas, you learn breathing, you learn how to breathe into your arm, you learn how to center your breathing, you learn the bandhas, uh, you go through the process, you learn how to reframe your thinking away from anxiety or, or impatience. Uh, and you go through all these processes of seeing yourself and your patterns and your posture and all these things and and you work it out gradually one by one one by one one by one all is coming so actually when guruji would say do your practice and all is coming sometimes also he would say one by one all is coming somebody asked him guruji how did patanjali learn yoga guruji said first by mastering mulabandha then, here's the key thing he said, then one by one he learned everything. So this is gradual. So when you reach the an, a, a breakthrough stage, you have a lot of tools on your belt already which will help you to navigate your breakthrough and help you also to transmit the wisdom to other people be able to help more varieties of other people and other types of problems that people experience and have to 
need help working solutions out to all kinds of different problems. Relationship problems. Oh, I cheated on my spouse or, or my spouse is always nagging me when I get home about taking the trash out and you know, all kinds of different things. So uh, the gradual is, is good. It's recommended for most people. That's the preferred method because most people, uh, they have a breakthrough before their system and their mind is prepared, then it's too, too challenging and too disorientated. Uh, <clears throat> there's, in India, there's a famous king. He's famous because he was an enlightened king, King Janaki. And uh, his teacher, the one who helped him have his breakthrough, was Ashtavakra. Right? Before you, you're ripe to have a breakthrough, you, you can study all kinds of different, some approaches, yeah, you can have many teachers, some approaches, they emphasize you should have one teacher. But definitely when, you, when you're ready for the breakthrough, if then the right teacher for the right student at the right time is, is uh, the most common formula that's uh, talked about. Uh, so his teacher was Ashtavakra, and Ashtavakra, when in India they they have the tradition of chanting and telling stories and teaching the the child while they're in the womb still before they're born, because the child hears and picks up on the vibes of what's going on around, not just in the mother but around where the in the home where the mother is. So the father was a scholar to the king's court, the Janaki's court, and uh, the child, Ashtavakra, wasn't born so that his father was reciting and teaching and stuff. And there was one, one day while the father was teaching his son inside the womb, he heard a voice proclaiming that, he had made a mistake. <laughs> and the father was like, huh? And the child repeated himself from inside the womb and telling him that that's not right. You don't have your understanding of the, the meaning of the scripture is not correct that you're telling me. And, you know, normally you, you don't start talking back to your parents until puberty in teenage years. So he's already doing it from the womb. So the father was really upset to be challenged by, by his son, not even born yet. And he cursed his son to be born with eight crooked, eight deformities or eight, eight vakras, ashtavakra. So his son was born and he was crooked. Um, so then at later, when the son was a little older, he was going to his with his father to the king's court. When you know, usually with the king, everybody has to be very respectful and polite, and they have to follow the protocols and bow. And when the son came in, he was eight or nine years old. He looked directly into the king's eyes. He didn't bow down. He didn't look down, and it very much startled and made it a deep impression on the king because everybody else all the other scholars would hate, put their head down and look down they wouldn't you know look up to show that they're uh, placing themselves lower but the boy was not doing that this was a different kind of boy different kind of person and the king was like whoa what is going on and then the boy spoke and he 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 pointed around to everybody in the room, all the scholars in the king's court. He said to the king, none of these people in this room were going to be able to give you what you're seeking. What happened later was that uh, a few years later, the king is out in the... That was a shock, by the way, right? Especially the father is probably like, oh my God, my son. <laughs> He's 
talking back to me, telling me when I'm wrong all the time with my interpretations of the scriptures. And uh, now he's telling the, the king that all his uh, wise advisors are not fit for, for helping him reach, reach enlightenment or reach the goal, reach what he's looking for. So a few years later, the king is out on a hunting brigade with his royal entourage and he somehow gets separated from everybody and he's going around through the jungle and he's by himself and he comes upon uh, Ashtavakra who's in the forest meditating and uh, he asked Ashtavakra if he'd seen his uh, hunting brigade and, and uh and he recognizes him, actually. Uh, Nashvakra says, yeah, yeah, they're, they're there. But um, actually, you know, the reason you got separated was because I drew you to me. And the king's like, well, I got to get back with them. And we got to get back to the palace. And Nashvakra is like, well, is it really that important you want to get back to the palace? Or are you interested in that, in that which you've been seeking your whole life? And the king thought for like about half a second, right? And he's like, definitely I'm interested in what I've been seeking. So he starts to climb down off the horse, off his horse. And he's got one foot in the stirrup and one foot reaching halfway down towards the ground. And at that moment, when he's like in mid midair getting off the horse, Hushtabakra says, stop everything. And in that moment, that one command that Ashtavakra gave him caused him to, he froze. And he, he had his <clears throat> sudden enlightenment. Uh, that's one story of uh, somebody having sudden enlightenment. So it takes a, a very special kind of teacher to be able to uh, see the opportunity and see the, the right thing to say to the person to do that. Um, so the king wanted to stay, actually, after he, that happened to him, he wanted to stay in the forest with Ashtavakra, but uh, Ashtavakra wouldn't have anything to do with him staying. And the king's like, but please, you know, all I want to do is like stay here and, and learn with you and study with you. And the king said, it's not about what you want. There's a whole kingdom back there that needs an enlightened king. So I want you to go back. You must go back and rule the kingdom. The, the people need an enlightened king. So he became famous and known for being India's enlightened king. As opposed to Ashtabhakrasana, it's kind of famous for opposing arm balance. Pratibhadva Sarvam so that doesn't have to mean like sudden enlightenment. It can also mean, you know, you have epiphany after an epiphany about yourself, about the nature of creation, and it starts to accumulate drop by drop. It fills you up with more uh, mastery. Pradaye chitta samvita Pradaye chitta samvita by Sanyama meditation on the heart center, full control of the mind is acquired. Prid, the heart. Pridaya. Prid. The English word heart comes from Pridaya. Prit. So Pridaya means the heart or the Pundarika. Pridaya Pundarika. The lotus heart. The heart center. And Chitta means uh, all aspects of mind, the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, the unconscious mind, and the higher mind, the superconscious mind. Samvit. Samvid means complete control or complete knowledge. Right, so it's not like you just can disappear into your heart and all of a sudden you know everything about yourself. There's got to be you know, some prep work. So that's why this is coming like uh, about two-thirds of the way into the third chapter. So we're like, you know, 
three quarter, almost three quarters of the way through the entire Yoga Sutras, or two thirds to three quarters of the way through the Yoga Sutras. He's saying, you, now he finally tells us, well, because why didn't he just tell us this from the beginning? Like, right after Chitta Vritti Nirodha, like, well, just tell us then, all you have to do is meditate on your heart, and then you'll know everything you need to know about yourself and become enlightened. Uh, because in the beginning, there's too much, too many blind spots. When you go into your heart, you're not gathering up enough of yourself to to qualify for, for this uh, benefit yet. So even after all these different swadhyaya meditations, meditations on yourself using your advanced uh, asana, pranayama, meditative, laser-like, penetrating attention, go through all these different steps sequentially through your body. And then the last one, pradaye, in the heart, put your mind, your put your sainyama meditation in your heart. And then chitta samvita comes. We had listening, we had uh, being aware of our mood, through our face or eyes, watching our samskars that we're putting into things. We had uh, being able to with settle your restlessnesses, settle your body so your body becomes calm and still and quiet, becomes a good foundation for, for understanding the actions you might choose to do or to not do, right, if you have that foundation. But in the second chapter, it's tapas, restraint, swadhyaya, and then examining. So what is that tapas, that restraint? Right? It's this taking time to listen and pay attention to the quality of your listening, the, the quality of your mind, how much it's projecting and how much it's able to grasp what it's listening to. And being aware of your own mood expression, your own, the quality of your own energy. And not having the unconscious impulses in your posture, in your body, that you're able to settle those. So that, that, those three things, like that's the tristana, uh, that we learn in Ashtanga Yoga. This is like creating, setting up that tapas. If you're going to restrain yourself, and so you have an opportunity to reflect on what you're doing, Patanjali is giving us a, a much more detailed description of how you can harness yourself to pause and create the foundation for examining and understanding uh, what you might be thinking about doing or thinking about not doing. And then he took us through the body the eyes, the power of seeing. First in the eyes is the power of feeling yourself. And then now it's the power of seeing and the being more aware of your, your, what kinds of things you're capable of doing, what kinds of things you're not capable of doing, having a general awareness of that and how to organize your center, your, your energies in your navel. And then getting that energy, the, the root of your energy in your navel center, so it can sprout up and start to have some expression. The throat and the kormanadi, some expression and some stability. So then it can support the crown, the head. And that was the one before. Pratipadva sarvam. That was Murta Jyotishi, Murta, the crown of the head the light, meditating on the light at the crown of the head to give us uh, a more enlightened kind of perception, open us up, open up the doors of our, our perception. And so now we're, we're coming into the heart after all those different swadhyayas, all those studies. So the next sutra will be a description of what is that experience when you come into your heart and you have 
control of your, your mind on a more holistic or a more thorough level, a more profound level. So a lot of these places that Patanjali mentioned to go through in this list uh, are related to the chakras, and we mentioned some of them a little bit. Uh, so I thought it'd be worth making a list for you to look at in case you don't know. And usually there's seven chakras that we're f commonly familiar with. And then Krishnamacharya in his book Yoga Makaranda he lists actually 10 chakras that he says are important. So these are the other three. Uh, and these two, location-wise, go between the heart and the navel center. So in between the heart and the navel center, there's two more. There's the Surya chakra, which is halfway between the lower edge of the sternum and the navel. If you divide that in half, that's basically like your stomach, right? So Surya is, is uh, solar plex. That's uh, over your stomach point, stomach, Surya chakra. And then halfway between the stomach the, or the Surya chakra and the lower edge of the sternum is the Manas chakra. Manas chakra. And then in the forehead, we have two chakras. So the third eye is between the eyebrows, and the third eye has like a root like that goes back. You feel like your uh, olfactory nerve, your your the nerve for smelling, back inside the bridge of your nose inside, right? and these all your senses actually all of them they go in towards the brain stems where the brain and the spine join together. So they all have channels that penetrate back from like from the ear into the center of your head from between the eyebrows you can trace back between the two hemispheres of your brain and follow the the channel back into the head center. So the root of the third eye is is in here. The the Brahmara Guhya is the forehead and uh there's quite a big difference between the two chakras. So, Agnya chakra is for seeing your Atman, seeing your soul, or for penetrating uh, to gain control of your body, to see that type of spiritual eye. But Brahmara Guha is for visualizing, having visions. Like, like a dream type of vision. And it's said you can rewrite your fate through this chakra. Or you can see things that are going to happen or that might be happening somewhere. That happens here. Uha means forehead. Brahmara means wandering. So the first five chakras... Mula, Mula Dara, Mula Dara, Swadishtana, Swadishtana, Manipuraka, Manipuraka, uh, Anahata, Anahata, Vishuddhi, Vishuddhi. So these first five correlate with the five elements. Uh, so Muladhara is earth, and that's this, um, the sense, and also the five elements and the five senses, and the five sense organs. So smell, your nose, and it's bija, it's seed mantra. A bija mantra or a seed mantra is a single syllable mantra, is lum. And that's when you see the, the fancy different uh, numbered petals, lotuses, representing the chakras, like the root chakra is a four-petaled lotus, usually it's red, and then you'll see a Sanskrit letter in the middle, so that's what the Sanskrit letters are, the Vija mantras, Lam. 
and mula means root, adhara means uh, like substratum, or that which is capable of supporting, providing support. Swadhisthana, swa, adhisthana. Adhisthana means residing or standing, your, your home, your residence. So swa adhisthana is your place of residence. In Chinese, they call it Dantian. Mani Purika. Oh, and its its element is water. Taste. The organ, sense organ is the tongue, and its Bija mantra is Vam, Vam, Lam Vam, Lam Vam, Lam Vam Ram, Yam, Hum. So that's one tantra, pranayama practice. Internal practice. Lum bum rum yum hum. 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 Hum yum rum bum lum. Hum yum rum bum lum. Hum yum rum bum bum. So Patanjali doesn't mention these first two. He doesn't mention Mulabandha. He just mentions Mani Purika. So my experience is as you're gathering up the energy of the visceral cavity which Manipurika is the center of, automatically, you know, especially if you've learned and you've trained yourself to do Mulabandha, then automatically you're going to be including Mulabandha as you strengthen and organize the energy in your navel center. Because it's just a little bit below, right? So you're, you're not just only at the pinpoint of your navel, but you're gathering up into your navel. So you're going to end up gathering up the Mula and the Uriyana Bandha. The Mula Dara and Swadhisthana. And then Manipurika is fire, sight, and the eyes. And the Bija Mantra is Ram, Ram, Ram. Lambam Ram. Anahata. Uh, Mani is a jewel. Puraka means full. Because this is where your essence resides. So your essence is the precious jewel residing in its fullness in the navel. Anahata. Anahata. An means not. Negating. Hatta. What is it negating? It's negating hatta. Hatta means to strike. So a lot of times you they'll, re, they'll refer to it as the unstruck, the unstruck sound that you hear in your heart center. Anahata. So literally, anahata is unstruck. Ah means continuous. One of the reasons it's continuous, right, is because um, air, touch, um, it's it's non-local, like with your with seeing and smelling and tasting, the organ of sense is local. Look, it's definable. But with the sense of touch, it's not very definable. It's kind of all over. Wherever you put your mind, you feel. So sometimes people will say skins. Some people will say hands. And it's Bija Mantra is young. Yum, 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 yum. Vishuddhi. Vishuddhi. Shuddhi means clean, pure. V means um, like special or to kind of uh, split or discern. So kind of like a filter. Vishuddhi. And a filter, it can clean. It can separate out things. Vishuddhi. So the Vishuddhi chakra can separate out the different elements when you're eating food and when you're breathing air. It's related to space. Dig, dig, space. Which is hearing in the ear. And it's Bija mantra is hum. Right, so that's the five elements. There's only earth, water, fire, air, 
and space. But then the Agnya Chakra, Agnya, Agnya, so Gnya means to know, and A means like to have a fullness of it, to have more or continuousness of it, Agnya. Uh, so usually we say control, or mat, like in the sense of mastery. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I forgot to, when I was copying and pasting for the formatting. So I got the bija correct, but obviously it's not, it's not nose, smell, and earth. Um, there's no element, right? Because we already finished the elements. And there's no organ, no sense. Just the bija mantra, om. Sahasrara, Sahasrara, Sahasra means thousand, Ara means a spoke or a ray. So thousands of spokes. So this chakra also doesn't have an element. It doesn't even have a bija mantra. So its mantra is the fourth part of Om. A, U, M, and the fourth part is silence. The emptiness, the shunya, sahasrara, shunya, or silence. And it's characterized by having uh, experience of unity or infinity. So that is the ten chakras. And that's all for today. So our two, two new sutras. Pratipadva sarvam. Pratipadva sarvam Pradaye chitta sambita Pradaye chitta sambita The next sutra is really long. So, lam, vam, ram, yam, hum, om. Any questions? I do like questions, you know. Michelle? Yeah, it could like, uh, like you could see things like, uh, I think Yogananda talked about seeing, um, I forget if it was the ship going on a trip or, or he saw America or he, he saw something a bunch of times before he, he came over. And uh, Sadhguru says he, since he was a little boy, he saw the mountain where his ashram in South India is. Yeah, almost because... Uh... If you if you want to you know the uh, Agnya uh -huh, and, and, and see your soul, I'm I'm guessing that you have to visualize the first what you what you want to. Oh no, not necessarily. Like you know, some people. Uh, I mean, you can you can practice you know looking into your forehead and learning how to have visions. As, as a practice versus spending your time meditating into your third eye to try to have you know a spiritual experience. So the, the Brahmara Guha Chakra would be like, you know, it could be just to look for things to see, or it could be like to try to like like visualizing is a big practice in a lot of meditative practice. The traditions where you recite the mantra and then you're supposed to visualize the deity, you know, or some geometric yatra type thing. Um, so that that all happens up in the this this area, okay. that chakra. Does that help? Yeah, thank okay. you. Do you think it's related to frontal cortex? Yeah. Yeah. That creative and imagination. Yeah, definitely. Dreaming. Yeah. 
dreams too. Uh, probably dreams too, yeah. Om Swasti Prajabya Paripalayantam Nyayena Margena Mahi Mahishaha Go Brahmane Bhyaha Shubhamastu Nityam Lokaha Samastaha Sukino Bhavantu Pale Varshatu Prajanyaha Prativi Satyashalani Deshoyam Kshobrahitaha Brahmana Santunirbhyaha Aputra Puttirina Santu Puttirina Santu Pautrinaha Adana Sadana Santu Jeevantu Sharadam Shatam Sarvesham Swastir Bhavatu Sarvesham Shantir Bhavatu Sarvesham Purnam Bhavatu Sarvesham Mangalam Bhavatu Sarve Bhavantu Sukinaha Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Makashtit Tukabhagavet Om Shanti 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 Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Om Tat Sat Brahmar Panamastu